What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease, E-A-Z-E dot com. Use the promo code HAM. Get 20 bucks off your first order and deliveries always free on orders over $50. And by Upstart, upstart.com slash HAM, the revolutionary lending platform that offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off your high interest credit card debt. See why Upstart is number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot at upstart.com slash ham. Unlike the last time they drafted at the very top of the draft, I don't think there's any debate here. They got they got a blue chip, a blue chip level prospect, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been saying over and over, I thought Quinnen Williams was the better player, but I, I do understand everyone I know in the NFL loves Nick Bosa. Nick is also a really good player. I, I, I get it. And... I had heard a while back that the moment uh, – we've talked about it on the pod. The moment Jimmy went down, they started evaluating the top guys. And Kyle and clearly Peters and John, they liked this guy. And they went down to see him. I was listening last night driving home from the city. Lynch came in with like Lund and Larry who yeah. were down at the draft. And he went down to see during a uh, during Rose Bowl practice. And obviously Nick was not playing, but Nick was there. And he interacted with him, and he saw the way he was dealing with his teammates, and they ate it up. And he just thought from a football perspective that even though they added D, that now Eric Armstead and Solomon Thomas are inside pass rushers, that they still needed edge pressure, and this was just more important than Quinton Williams. Because they basically, and we've been saying this for the last three months, four months, whoever the Niners took, if Kyler Murray went one, and he ended up going one, was going to be who they viewed as the number one player in this draft, right? Like, they, they had the pick of the litter, and they chose him over Quinton Williams. And it turns out Quinton Williams went three. Like, those, is it fair to say that those two were the highest-rated guys on the majority of boards in the NFL? So, yeah, I mean, it seemed like uh, most people thought they were, like, the debate was between those two for the number one player when you just looked at, like, big boards, just even, you know, guys that watch film in the media like Daniel Jeremiah. Exactly. Um so are you saying that you that you that you think that not only did the Niners have a bigger need at Nick Bosa's position than Quinton Williams' position, 
but also that they thought he was a better player? Because I could see, like, if you thought they were really I, no, close. No, no, no. I, I, I think he basically admitted he thought they were very equals. Okay. Like, they, he thought they were both, like, blue-chip, Pro Bowl-level guys. Their need was bigger. And I, I would say, and this is where I get back to, and we'll get to this with the Raiders, you can't worry as much about need when, well, Eric Armstead's not going to be on the team in a year. He's on his fifth-year option. He will not be back. Solomon Thomas, I know, John, you denied it. You have been trying to trade him for two months, which I don't blame you, but he's untradeable, clearly, as we're finding out, that you just think that those guys can operate inside. Now, I get it, and it's understandable, because when you invest assets into something, you want to get something out of it. And and maybe they just view it like, maybe they just thought Nick was better than Quinn, which isn't that crazy. And they took Nick Bosa, who they were not going to get shit on, beside from the crazy politic political people on Twitter that it's like, as we, I learned, I read a study the other day, the percentage of people that actually tweet relative to how many people are on Twitter is really small. Not shocking, but it just, yeah, it was an easy pick. Probably. I, I would imagine the moment that that officially Kyler Murray went one, they grabbed the magnet. Now they pimped it a little. Cause I think they waited to like two or three minutes left on the well, clock. Everybody did. I mean, I like, I, well, the, I, the owner, the owner likes doing it cause he likes to see his name up there, which I don't blame him. I get it. But every team does that. You well, I think the league, I, I wonder if the league kind of tells you to do I it. I think too. they absolutely do. And we'll get to Kyler, but I think the league was part of the reason why the Kyler Murray thing was kept the way it was kept until the very end. I think for the, for draft ratings, that was important. Yeah, they got they got shows to do, John. They got time to you know we got all this programming. We can't have the shows. Draft. They got about eight shows. We I can't mean, have the draft. <laughs> we can't have the draft over in an hour and a half. I mean that's not good for anybody. That's why I always say like with baseball, like yeah, baseball wants the games faster. They don't want them an hour and sixty minutes. They don't want them an hour and thirty minutes. Like it's harder to sell beer in an hour and thirty minutes than it is in three hours. Uh, when you say though the first round, I'm with you. You're right. The league definitely the league and the owners who are all are the same, right? It's yeah. good for their business to make it, at minimum, go to like the two-minute mark. If you just average eight minutes times 32, it's a four-hour production. When Bel- when Belichick picked, I looked at the clock. It was 8.50. The draft started, I think Goodell officially said they're on the clock at like 5.13 or something. That's mm-hmm. a long fucking draft. Four hours and 20 minutes or three yeah. hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as someone tweeted at me, the Niners got kind of lucky. And I, this is where I got so goddamn pissed during December. And someone, a Raider fan, tweeted me, this is why you don't win that meaningless game against the Cardinals in December. It cost the Raiders Nick Bosa. Like, that pick, that, that those wins had huge ramifications. For the Niners, it ended up not because the Cardinals, despite taking a quarterback, they ended up taking another quarterback, which I think we've talked about this before, has to be a first in NFL history, back-to-back quarterbacks in the first round. Or yeah. did I say, Maybe it was the – I think the Broncos did it. Way back in the day. I think day. they're the only yeah. other one, yeah. So they they, they they got lucked out. There's no disputing that. Well, but you could even – they did, but you could argue having the first pick would have been really valuable to them because they could have traded that pick. Um, they would have gotten something from Arizona to trade back, right? Even if it was just to flip one and two, like Arizona you just – was to get their second-round pick? Well, yeah, because they would have been – you know what? It, it might have been better than that because they would have told Arizona, well, the Raiders are going to trade with us, whatever. I think it's clear in this draft, right, that the line of delineation came between three and four. We'll get to the Raiders later, but that's where the line was between three and four. Of three, three blue chip guys, and then a lot of difference of opinions. Right. Yep. And if the and you know I, 
I, now, what I want, what I wonder, guy, was Kyler Murray viewed as the better player with the Giants than Daniel Jones, or the better player than Dwayne Haskins with the Washington Redskins? Well, I, I got to tell you, I got to think with the Giants, they viewed Daniel Jones as the best quarterback based on everything that they've yammered about since yesterday. I would agree. Um, but anyway, on Bosa, like, look, Russell Russell Wilson just resigned. He's not going anywhere. Um, Arizona just got Kyler Murray, so I like a guy that can chase the quarterback. Even though I technically know, have technically have two top ten picks on their roster, so <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's a passing league. Yes, it's definitely a passing division. Um, what yeah. whatever Arizona is going to be or going to try to be, I like a guy that's on the edge that can try and just contain Kyler. Although Kyler, I know, passes from the pocket, but well, you you can't argue right that adding D Ford and Nick Bosa, their defensive line fucking dramatically improved in a two-month span. They've made a big jump year two to year three in terms of their defense based on those two guys, yes. Dramatic improvement. And, and it really, just, it kind of highlights the like the miss on Solomon Thomas kind of hurts, although we could talk about that draft all day. But well, Do you know the way, uh, one thing I told Larry Beal last night is that the saving grace right now for Solomon Thomas, if you look at it like basketball, and that's kind of how D-line is, you have your starting four and then your backup four. When the Eagles won the championship, they rotated eight guys. So you're always keeping fresh. Well, who's the best player on your second unit? The problem was is the 49ers depended on Solomon Thomas to be like the number two option as a starter, yeah. and he's he's a backup. Now he maybe he's not a, even a great backup, but maybe he but maybe he can excel as a backup, and that's what he is now. Yeah. When I say excel, like no, no, oh, I'm man, sorry. My, my shrug. My shrug was that that doesn't last that long though because he's an expensive backup. But you're right. Yeah, but but I'm just saying, like they're already paying him. So now if I'd say, well, Solomon Thomas in 2019 got six and a half sacks and was just dramatically better as a backup rotational guy for the second unit of the D the D the D line, right? Because like when the Eagles signed Chris Long, it's different. But he was just dumb because he only had to play 20 snaps, right? And you only in passing situations. Now Solomon is a good run defender, but. Yeah, it's just they do have two players who I, you can't really be like, well, they got two first-rounders and they're backups. Well, yeah, Eric Armstead and Solomon aren't, you know, they shouldn't have been first-round picks at the end of the day, looking back. They did address, like, they, they the stuff that they missed on, they got back to really quick, though, right? Well, you even didn't, was it you telling me or someone saying that John Lynch even admitted, like, yeah, the Ruben cutting, oh, it was Barrows. So when John Lynch gave his pre-draft press conference and they asked him about Reuben Foster and they asked him if he regretted, you know, cutting him because now it turns out she lied again. And he's like, well, we had him on a zero tolerance policy. We, we just had to draw the line somewhere. And I, I think that's what we had talked about when yeah. they cut Reuben. Though, you know, the Haberman way of just just let it play out. And, you know, the PR like fucking Ann Killian writing some article in the front page of the Chronicle that – 17 people read in 2019 what does that even mean but i I do understand what they did though he i guess he said in the press conference it was an expensive mistake because it was a double whammy we had to cut him dead cap and then we had to go get kwan so we had to double down on the mistake and we wasted the pick well well, not just wasted that pick you, you really wasted you 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 traded to get that pick right yeah I mean the the Washington Redskins. Wasted a couple picks. Someone tweeted out like, "Say what you want about their the Washington Redskins. If you just print their front seven, because they got multiple defensive linemen that they've drafted in the last first round. Uh, they have Reuben Foster and some other good linebackers. Like they're 
team on paper on defense is not terrible. Ruben Foster's are starting middle linebacker. I love the I, I love the quarterback pick until I found you know I, I'm torn on the well again I, I don't want to go off track here we'll get to Haskins later yeah I I got some t- I got some takes on that. I, I, that's a great that story got better and better as the night went on uh, all right Niners draft fourth in the second round um, if DK Metcalf is there this is the guy that people love tweeting about turns out the league doesn't love DK Metcalf as much as everyone else and I understand like he's you know, Why he, he was attention. he was never a first round pick, and then he went to the combine. He just had a historic combine, and he just looks. It's just part of just the viral photos and all that. And he's probably good. I mean, he'd be a second rounder. But um, what do the Niners do it for here? I was hoping that they would find a way to get Nikhil Harry, but obviously that's that's over with now. So close, so close. I thought I told you this. I thought they were going to have to trade with Seattle to get him. And um, at twenty nine, and they didn't, or even thirty would have done it. I, I do understand for them. Like, if it means swapping their second and giving up their third, like, they do kind of need to just at least one of these two picks, whether it's their second or third, they have to hit on. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm with you. But, God, that, that I was like, God damn it, Bill. <laughs> but I love the pick. I'm like, that's sweet. I'm so I'm happy but, for Nikhil Harry that, like, usually, like, mo- like that he's there. Like, it's going to – because I love him, right? And part of the – when you like a guy, you want him to succeed. And – Well, you know, you know when uh, – where I thought he was going is when the Ravens traded up and they took Marquise Brown. I'm like, they're going to take Nikhil Harry because oh. they need a wide receiver. But I, I think you have to look at this for the Niners and the Raiders. The first four picks are kind of interesting. You got the Cardinals, who you know could go a n- ton of different directions. Schefter have- said this morning they would take Byron Murphy if they don't trade that pick. Okay, so let's just assume they take Byron Murphy. Then you have the Colts who I think the Colts will take a wide receiver. The Colts have like four third-round picks, guy, or second-round picks. They have Colts four will, of the next – I think they have four of the next 50 or something like that. They're going to crush. <laughs> Colts are going to fucking be good. Uh, Ballard might yeah, have been a time where qu- questioned Ballard, but he's sweet. I would imagine the Colts go wide receiver, whether it's A.J. Brown, whether it's D.K. Metcalf. Then you have the Raiders, who I think they go corner – you know, do, would they take Greedy Williams? Would they take, Byron I don't know, if he's one, there. yeah, one one of these corners? Uh, they don't really need a wide receiver, right? I mean, they've just signed about four of them. Tight end? They could take Irv Smith, the kid from Alabama. So I, I, I think it's pretty safe to say, let's say Byron Murphy goes first. I think the Colts probably go wide receiver, but they could also take a corner. Then I think the Raiders probably go corner or tight end. They also could go guard. You know, they got rid of Kalechi. They just need, you know, an interior offensive lineman. It's You just can never have enough interior offensive. Hell, you could go D-lineman guy. I, I mean, would it like what if they take another edge rusher? Like, they had 13 sacks next last year. The Raiders could go numerous directions. I think the Niners feel pretty good about where they're at. Like, they're going to get a really good player. You could justify... I'd have to look at who has second-round picks. Like, would you trade back four or five spots if you're the Niners or ten spots to get another second-round pick or another third-round pick? So what are you looking for? Like, the team that – so I'm looking at – I got the draft here in front of me. Bill's got two twos. Would you trade back to take his two twos? Belichick, you're saying? Mm Mm-hmm. He's got 60 – he's got the last pick, and he's got the 24th pick of the second round. The Texans have 22 and 23 in – I'm using sec- the numbers on the second round here. So they have the 22nd and the 23rd. The Colts, actually, 
because like you said, you, the Colts would be a target. The Colts draft ahead of you, but then they also draft 14th, which is the middle of the second round, and they draft 27th in the second round. Like, would you take 14 and 27? Let's just use it because it's basically yeah. the draft restarts. This is now the first round. It's right. the second round, but right, it's the right. first. Would you take 14 and 27 for four? Yeah, if, there, if there's in, not in a guy spot? there that you really love, I would. You, so you take 14-27, and then you basically have the third or fourth pick in the third round. So that gives you three swings. That's they the, what I. They have the third pick of the third round. The Niners do. Yeah. That, that's what I would attempt to do. Like, the Raiders are in a different spot, right? They just drafted three players. So to me, you should try to isolate a really sweet player here if you're them. The Niners are in a different situation because they only have one player right now, and they don't have many draft picks. I think you look to trade down if you're them in a situation like that. Now, the Colts. They might not want to do it. Or do you want to do it like you're only a piece of true? I mean, the Colts won a road playoff game last year, right? Yeah, so you go. (laughs) And and did the Colts. So the Colts did not have a. They traded out of the first round. So they they haven't had a pick yet. But you could justify it for them. Like, I, I want to nail two second round picks instead of taking four swings in the second round. Or do you, would you rather just Well, have, would you take, if you're the 49ers, would you take, um, would you take 14 and instead of the other second from the Colts, would you take the 25th pick in the third round from the Colts? So no. The four, no, you would not do that. Okay. But I, I don't love third round picks as much as seconds. Yeah. You know, people say, I heard this, someone said this like, 33, that's basically a first-round pick. I look at it the other way, John. I look at it like there's only 20 first-round picks. And then the back end of the first round, like, those are the – to me, the the first round is shorter. It's not that the second round is long. Like, people act like the second round is first-round picks. Like, no, no, no. The second-round pick started at, like, 22. Well, that that was my line. I'd say right about where the Eagles took Dillard is where the second round started. Like, the Raiders, Josh Jacobs and me, second-rounder. Abrams, second-rounder. Uh, Montez Sweat, someone, Birdie told me today that two teams that he had talked to out of like 18 had passed Sweat. And obviously one of them was the Raiders because they feel that they can hit the heart murmur. Had medically passed him. Had medically passed him. Jerry Tillery, the dude from Notre Dame, from the Chargers, second rounder. LJ Collier, Seattle, second rounder. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.